Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Presented by Porsche. Introducing the new Porsche 911. Timeless machine. Learn more at PorscheUSA.com slash new 911. IBM says Google's quantum leap was a quantum flop. A paper from Google leaked last month claimed its researchers had achieved quantum supremacy. Now IBM says Google rigged the test. By Tom Simonite. Technical quarrels between quantum computing experts rarely escape the field's rarefied community. Late Monday, though, IBM's quantum team picked a highly public fight with Google. In a technical paper and blog post, IBM took aim at potentially history-making scientific results accidentally leaked from a collaboration between Google and NASA last month. That draft paper claimed Google had reached a milestone dubbed quantum supremacy, a kind of drag race in which a quantum computer proves able to do something a conventional computer can't. Monday, Big Blue's quantum PhDs said Google's claim of quantum supremacy was flawed. IBM said Google had essentially rigged the race by not tapping the full power of modern supercomputers. This threshold has not been met, IBM's blog post says. Google declined to comment. It will take time for the quantum research community to dig through IBM's claim and any responses from Google. For now, Jonathan Dowling, a professor at Louisiana State University, says IBM appears to have some merit. Google picked a problem they thought to be really hard on a classical machine, but IBM now has demonstrated that the problem is not as hard as Google thought it was, he says. Whoever is proved right in the end, claims of quantum supremacy are largely academic for now. The problem crunched to show supremacy doesn't need to have immediate practical applications. It's a milestone suggestive of the field's long-term dream— that quantum computers will unlock new power and profits by enabling progress in tricky areas such as battery chemistry or healthcare. 
IBM has promoted its own quantum research program differently, highlighting partnerships with quantum curious companies playing with its prototype hardware, such as J.P. Morgan, which this summer claimed to have figured out how to run financial risk calculations on IBM quantum hardware. The IBM Google Quantretemps illustrates the paradoxical state of quantum computing. There has been a burst of progress in recent years, leading companies such as IBM, Google, Intel, and Microsoft to build large research teams. Google has claimed for years to be close to demonstrating quantum supremacy, a useful talking point as it competed with rivals to hire top experts and line up putative customers. Yet, while quantum computers appear closer than ever, they remain far from practical use and just how far isn't easily determined. The draft Google paper that appeared online last month described posing a statistical math problem to both the company's prototype quantum processor, Sycamore, and the world's fastest supercomputer, Summit, at Oak Ridge National Lab. The paper used the results to estimate that a top supercomputer would need approximately 10,000 years to match what Sycamore did in 200 seconds. IBM, which developed Summit, says the supercomputer could have done that work in two and a half days, not millennia, and potentially even faster, given more time to finesse its implementation. That would still be slower than the time posted by Google's Sycamore quantum chip, but the concept of quantum supremacy as originally conceived by Caltech professor John Preskill required the quantum challenger to do something that a classical computer could not do at all. This is not the first time that Google's rivals have questioned its quantum supremacy plans. In 2017, after the company said it was closing in on the milestone, IBM researchers published results that appeared to move the goalposts. Early in 2018, Google unveiled a new quantum chip called Bristlecone, said to be ready to demonstrate supremacy. Soon, researchers from Chinese e-commerce company Alibaba, which has its own quantum computing program, released analysis claiming that the device could not do what Google said. Google is expected to publish a peer-reviewed version of its leaked supremacy paper based on the new Sycamore chip, bringing its claim onto the scientific record. IBM's paper released Monday is not yet peer-reviewed either, but the company says it will be. Jay Gambetta, one of IBM's top quantum researchers and a co-author on the paper, says he expects it to influence whether Google's claims ultimately gain acceptance among technologists. Despite the provocative way IBM chose to air its technical concerns, he claims the company's motivation is primarily to head off unhelpful expectations around the term quantum supremacy, not to antagonize Google. Quantum computing is important and is going to change how computing is done, Gambetta says. Let's focus on the roadmap without creating hype. Other physicists working on quantum computing agree that supremacy is not a top priority, but say IBM's tussle with Google isn't either. I don't much like these claims of quantum supremacy. What might be quantum supreme today could just be classical inferior tomorrow, says Dowling of Louisiana State. I am much more interested in what the machine can do for me on any particular problem. Chris Monroe, a University of Maryland professor and co-founder of quantum computing startup IonQ, agrees. His company is more interested in demonstrating practical uses for early quantum hardware than academic disputes between two tech giants, he says. We're not going to lose much sleep over this debate, he says. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, 
offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.